You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's take you around the league recapping Carolina's victory over Atlanta with DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ, undeniably Julio Jones, one of the best players in all of football. He dropped a touchdown pass yesterday directly in his hands. Was it just one of those days for your Falcons, or is this team dealing with real significant issues? You know what, B-Web, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think it's very noticeable that they have some issues, especially offensively. I thought defensively they've kept you in the game the last few weeks. And even in this game, they gave up a few plays, but it kept you in the ball game. It gave you a chance. And when, you know, you, you keep a team within 20 points and you have an explosive offense where you're supposed to, then you should have a chance to win the ball game. Uh, I think the play by Julio, I think we know nine times out of ten, Julio comes down with that. And it might have just not been your day, uh, but he, he still had over 100 yards, had some big plays. They still had a chance uh, there to end the ball game to win the game or at least go and tie it. So this is a, a team that's that's struggling offensively, and, and that's not an understatement. They They have definitely not been – the offense they were last year, and uh, it's some things here and there that's really uh, been the issue for uh, this team and why they're 4-4 four and four right now. Yeah, and I have to be honest with you, DJ. Uh, I think they're struggling mentally um, and actually how they play on the field because I think they're they're allowing the changes to affect them. And, and, and Bill, Pars- Bill Belichick says it best. The team that he had last year, even though they've added new pieces and everyone talks about the team as being much better, it's a totally different football team. They haven't made the adjustments with Steve Sarkeesian the way they should to allow them to play football, which I think now we have an opportunity to see plays like what we saw from Julio Jones happen and also miscues by Matt Ryan that we haven't seen happen in a long time. So when will this team get over the hump of making the excuse that it's Steve Sarkeesian, it's Coach Sarkeesian, it's the, you know, the play calling is different. It's all about what you do on the football field because the coach can't make the plays for you. Right. And that's part of it is yeah, people talk about Sarkeesian, and, yeah, there have been times where that has happened, but uh, it, it all comes down to execution. And they haven't executed at a level that you expect them to execute with the type of player that they have who's been around this team, been around this league for, you know, eight, ten-plus years like a Matt Ryan. And the interception he throws before halftime, he'll tell you nine times out of ten he shouldn't have went there. They they run a double post, and the safety takes the first post, and Cordell, as QB, we know that's what we want. We take that first post. They got you got Muhammad Sanu running that second post right down the middle of the field, wide open, and you got a big play. And uh, I'm not sure if they're pressing because they're not making those big explosive plays they're used to, or, or what. And uh, I can only go back to the execution part of it. And I'll tell you guys a, a really crazy stat from this ball game was the Falcons had nine plays on second, third, or fourth down of two yards or less. And in those nine plays, they had a total of one yard. And that has nothing to do with play calling. That's just the offensive line of one guy, man on man, that guy in front of you, you got to move him a half yard or a yard to get a first down. And it's just a want to. And I go back to how Cam reacted when it was a third or fourth and one and he wanted to go for it and they were about to punt the football. He had a mindset of, Coach, I guarantee you I can get this. And right now, I don't think the Falcons have that right now, especially in short, short yardage situations in that ball game. It was atrocious for them not to be able to convert those and then convert them into points later on in the game. He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber chatting with DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ Dallas put together 
An impressive win over Kansas City. If Ezekiel Elliott has to serve his six-game suspension at some point, how much confidence do you have that Dak Prescott can keep this offense on track? And how about the improved Dallas defense we saw yesterday? Well, I'll tell you one thing we'll be excited will be uh, the Atlanta Falcons if that comes down on Thursday. But knowing the way he's been going, you know, he can get suspended and be back on Saturday. Who knows? But uh, Dak has shown the ability to be able to carry the load. Uh, he's been a guy who has done a good job of taking care of the football. He, he hasn't been the guy who turned it over as much uh, as you would probably expect him to in his second year. Uh, obviously, having a good run game is big. And I was glad to see them get Dez involved. He had been kind of the – disappearing after the last couple of games. You haven't seen much of him, but uh, he got thrown the ball a few times, made some plays, and, and Dak is a, a very good quarterback, and we've seen that, and, and we know it's just not a one-year wonder for him. And I think what you just mentioned to me, Webb, is this defense, uh, the way they've been able to turn people over, the way they've been able to get after quarterbacks, uh, I can't remember who it is. One of their uh, defensive linemen has 10 sacks, I believe, 10 and a half sacks, I believe it is. So they're getting to the quarterback. They're affecting the quarterback. And the defense is another reason why they're playing so well because you don't have to force your offense and put all that pressure on Dak to score points every time, every time they have the football. DJ, the New Orleans Saints has gone on a six-game terror. I mean, these guys have really – these players have really stepped their game up. Uh, they found their mojo, if that's what you want to call it, uh, caused uh, Jameis Winston to not be able to come back because he ended up re-injuring his AC joint and his throwing arm. Um, give me your take on what you've seen from them so far. Of course, special teams did a good job yesterday getting the touchdown to in the last six games, the games they've won. They've only allowed, what, 15 points on an average per game. Uh, give me your take on New Orleans and – how do you guys get yourself prepared for the best team within that division? Well, that's the main point right there is giving up 15 points a game. I mean, that's crazy for a defense you thought that would be the reason why they would not be good. You knew for years that Drew Brees was put up 25, 30 points a game, and you were just trying to keep up. Now you've got a defense to match an offense like that that you know is going to score points. You have a quarterback who you know is going to uh, uh, be really good, especially in the clutch for you, but to add a defense – that's going to shut you down. They have guys on the outside and the defensive in the secondary that can cover, that, that won't give up the big plays that we're used to over the past couple of years. This is a New Orleans Saints team that's looking like one of the better teams in the NFC right now. You talk about the Winston they went on, they played great defense, hadn't turned it over. Drew Brees has been himself, and it's just been one of those things where the Falcons are going to have a tough task in this division especially after losing this game to Carolina, you're already behind the eight ball. But the good thing about it is you're, you're two games behind New Orleans, but you get to see them twice. So you, you kind of control uh, that facet of it. And, uh, you know, Cordy, I, I want to ask you, have you ever did what James Winston did to get this team fired up? I mean, did you ever eat your fingers for a W? Or? <laughs> eat the W, know. right? Eat the W? You want to yeah, eat some yeah. Ws? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never done that one before. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think I had the courage. To, to let them see me eat a W. <laughs> I mean, uh, that, but that's who he is. You go all the way back to Florida State and you watch how he did his thing with his team and, you know, and how he got those guys, you know, ready to play and the players respected him, responding to him well and took him to two national championship back-to-back years and he's taking that same mindset, I think, to Tampa and, and they follow that. But, you know, eating a W, ooh, 
<laughs> that's, that's a whole different one right there, DJ. I must be honest, he, a different he, one. He didn't just get the fingertips. He went like knuckle deep in. Trying oh, to he knuckle deep. That was weird. And now we know Mike, small w. Mike Evans is eating a game check. He got suspended by the league for one game for that fracas. We'll talk about more in detail in hour number two of the program. DJ Shockley, former Falcons quarterback, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. DJ, the Giants are a debacle, one and seven. They got destroyed by the Rams yesterday. Do you think they would really consider benching Eli Manning this season? He has started 207 consecutive games, and that is a foundation for his Hall of Fame case in addition to the two Super Bowl victories. I think it all depends on where they want to go at the season. If they're just complacent with, okay, we want Eli to have this record, then he's going to continue to start. They're going to give him the respect of a guy who's been around this long, to have that opportunity, but if you want to salvage your season, if you want to go out and and have guys believe in what the future can be, then I, I believe Eli is not your guy right now. You, you, if this is happening any place else with any other quarterback, I think you're already making a change or you're thinking about making a change. But because of what you mentioned and that legacy and uh, how he wants to go out, and uh, obviously he's on the tail end of it then it just depends on where this franchise is looking to go. And right now it doesn't seem like they're going anywhere but down. So if they want to they want to take a chance on possibly saving their season and guys actually fighting each and every game, then I believe it's time for a change with Eli. But if you just want to say keep the streak going, then you can probably stay in the same uh, field you're in now and continue losing games. The number one, number one quarterback and number two quarterback in – in the 2015 draft, um, end up throwing four touchdowns apiece yesterday. That's Jared Goff and also Carson Wentz. I've always been a Carson Wentz fan from the time in which I knew he had an opportunity to come out and, and be a top player taken. He is truly playing that way. Jared Goff, he's made his way to be that guy to take be taken as the number one player taken overall and leading his team to being able to score 51 points yesterday against those Giants that you're talking about. If you had to take a quarterback right now with how they're playing, which quarterback would you take, Jared Goff or Carson Wentz? I'm still taking Carson Wentz. I I love Carson Wentz more when he came out. I thought he should have been the number one pick over Jared Goff just because of the body of work, the way he went out and uh, his mobility when he came out of North Dakota State. I mean, he was one of those guys that really – uh, was exciting to watch. And now you're starting to see it with the pieces around him. He has all the intangibles, and each and every week he seems like he's beginning to get better. Now, on the other side of it, golf now, it's amazing what confidence does for you. It's amazing when you got a new voice in your head, uh, a different teaching or somebody, you know, kind of slowing the game down for you, then having a run game with Gurley. It's amazing what confidence does for quarterbacks. And you can see golf is playing with that kind of confidence, not just in them winning games, but in how he's throwing the football around, the way he's playing week in and week out, regardless of who he's playing against. Golf has definitely gotten better, but from day one, I'm all on the, the winch train. And until uh, until he, he, he gets hurt or he, he doesn't continue to play to that caliber, uh, Wentz has been the guy for me. DJ, great information as always. Hope you can eat some W's this week. And we'll chat with you a week from today on the NFL on TuneIn. All right, man. I'm going to twist them up for you, man. Y'all be good, fellas. I appreciate it. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.